This episode of Bitcoin Happy Hour is brought to you by GiveBitcoin, the best way to give the gift of Bitcoin. Visit happyhour.givebitcoin.io to start giving today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bitcoin Happy Hour. I'm your host, Colin Harper, and today I am joined by Tommy, Tommy Markeski and Pat Riley from Bitcoin Magazine's design team. And uh, we were going to sit down and have a little chat about their design philosophy and the kind of ethos they're trying to infuse in their uh, illustrations for both uh, the Bitcoin Magazine conference, Bitcoin 2020, and also Bitcoin Magazine's day-to-day articles. So welcome to the podcast, guys. Thanks. Happy to be here. So we're like three months out from Bitcoin 2020. Oh, and also, hey, cheers, guys. Cheers. Welcome to happy hour. I always forget to do that. I always forget to cheers. It's actually not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's uh some knockoff like grape grapefruit lime seltzer and some Smear like Smirnoff vodka from a shooter. But anyway, so yeah, uh, we're about three months out from the conference, guys. Uh, and you know, what are y'all trying to do differently this year, or like capitalize on in terms of the overall design, whether that be the layout of the conference or also just you know. The graphic design that y'all cooked up for the last one. What are we trying to do differently? Yeah. Uh, well, we're really, really just trying to do it bigger and better than we did it last year. Uh, last year was great, but I think uh, because it was such a su- success, we uh, have a little bit more runway now, hopefully a little more budget, so we can uh, do it a little bigger, a little better, just more involved uh, next time. So. Yeah, I mean, a lot a lot of the uh, work last year went into establishing this, like feeling it out, like, um, but this year, just some slight tweaks, right? Like, I think Tommy added that uh, that skateboard graphic and that, like, all-over pattern on the website to try yeah. to just give it that festival feel, which we had the first year, but I feel like just kind of 10X'd it this year. And, yeah. yeah, no, I definitely think the first go-around there was that festival feel because you had the mural being painted, the light mural, which was a sick addition. Um, you also had the the sound money stage, which was fun. I do think that down the road it'd be cool if we could get a live act for one of those, because I think that would really cement that music festival vibe. Live, um, live music. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. I don't know if we're, we're probably not gonna have it this year, but I think that's something to worth we, considering. We had, a, we had a couple live performances last year, kind of. I don't know if they were impromptu. like DJing or like actually people like playing. Well, we played uh, during lunch at one point. We had uh, DJ Skrilla's Silk Road mixtape going. Uh, that's pretty fun. Which was like pretty raw, pretty pretty good. Um, good. Uh, yeah, there were there were a couple others too, but uh, yeah, we're definitely gonna do the uh, the rooftop again and hopefully plan out more uh, entertainment up there, more more performances. I think that would be really cool because the rooftop was such a good place. I mean, it was also just so beautiful. It was super sunny. It was like temperate weather. It wasn't too hot. And so it was just like a natural, I think, watering hole for people to come and just chill and discuss ideas. Um, I, one thing I thought was a bummer last year was the fact that they kicked us out. Like, right, like wasn't it like right at six? It's like, all right, you guys have to leave. Like, it would be so gnarly if we could throw a party up there after we were done. Yeah, I think we want to what, extend it this time what, and at least get people... Will we be able to? Like, yeah. That, okay. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, hopefully. And, I mean... And is there any way... That's, that, that's what I want. Yeah, same. That's for sure. Um, and is there any way that we're actually going to be able to sell, like, like alcohol 
this year like for bitcoin is that like never gonna happen so that was a huge piece of feedback we got from the crowd last year and something that we just didn't think of going in with the venue but um because like when you sign one of the venue you know there's they, but if we had they a control the beverage but if we had a food truck right on right. the street You're talking about like liquor yeah. I mean, we had beer we, like we had beer yeah no i'm talking about like for bitcoin though like, cause like, like pay, for, oh, pay with Bitcoin. Yeah. Pay with, yeah. yeah. Oh, so that, oh, that was at the, at the lightning conference. It was really cool. They had year. like a lightning powered keg and you could go up and you just pay an invoice and you'd get beer automatically. Yeah. I think um, the goal is to have all, all parts of the, the conference be Bitcoin friendly. So uh, if we can, everything will be able to be purchased or you can participate using Bitcoin. Hopefully. I'd hope so, too. I mean, are we going to have... That's S- the goal. Is is the venue going to be in charge of drinks this year? We figured out a way to... Yeah, that's how it contract. works. Like, that's who we'd have to go yeah. and convince to basically, as a vendor, like, accept Bitcoin, right? Yeah. So, like, the uh, SVN West will have to kind of, you we, know, accept uh, Bitcoin into their payment processing system that they sell beverages out of. We, so, it'd be, like, convincing... We could get, like, the open check. node guys to, like, set up a node for them mm-hmm. and then basically ensure, like, immediate liquidation into USD. I think they wouldn't have a problem with it. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, or we could just get like a, a liquor sponsor or a beer sponsor and, right. and buy out the the uh, whatever the deal is that we are obligated to use the venues. Liquor. Just get like Bud Light to sponsor the I conference. I mean, with enough money, <laughs> maybe next bubble. Anything's possible enough. for so, every bonus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so sponsors. Well, Tommy, uh, Tommy's still trying to go after uh, Tostitos. Right? Oh yeah, I think uh, buy the buy the dip. B- that's BTF- the dip. <laughs> Tostitos BTFD. If they're not into Bitcoin, they uh, they need to be because yeah, they, I mean be every match. every dip is an opportunity for be. Tostitos to eventually. to market. Hit Twitter hard, hit Reddit. Mm-hmm. They're they're missing opportunities. I mean, hit me up Tostitos. Probably a lot of overlap there. I like Tostitos. <laughs> Who doesn't like Tostitos? I mean, it's it's like, it the, like de- it's chips, the default, honestly. but in a good way. It's it is the default in a good way. Um, so yeah, I think that the music festival vibe come out kind of tying it back into that was really there last year. Um, I'd be interested to see what you guys do with it going forward. But I just loved the artistic uh, element to it, and I loved how many artists we actually had there, especially presenting right by uh, the entrance, going outside, and then you see this massive mural. Um, I thought that was a pretty good experience. So what kind of goes into your y'all's thoughts for when you approach a conference and like what you want to be on display and what kind of messages you want to convey? I mean, you know, for me, it I have a background in like UX and UI design and like I can't like shape that framework. Yeah. So like when we're, when we're sitting down and thinking about an event, to me, it's like you just jump in that same experience. Like, you know, a user hits your landing page or a user enters your app and basically you want to like create an experience that kind of just sends them on a journey, right? Like a nice intro, tell you know, greeting them yeah. friendly, taking them along a path, right? Uh, a climax, right? The main stage, and then creating like you know a good flow uh, in the venue to kind of just facilitate good conversation. You know, it's all about just setting the right atmosphere and just putting the the pieces in place and having a good time. Yeah, and I think the venue was structured really well for that, too, because you had, like, multiple layers. Like, on the second floor, you had uh, the booths, and you also had the really cool Lightning Arcade, which was one of my favorite things, I think, being able to play those, like, playing Pac-Man with some Satoshis. And then from there, you could graduate to the third level where you actually had 
speaking going on and then you could go out onto the the open air you know the rooftop um and i think i think the rooftop i know i've been talking about it a lot but i don't think it can be overstated like it was one of the best features of that venue giving people Definitely. a place to go outside mm-hmm. yeah. you know yeah. um it was the it was the highlight i think for for a lot of attendees and for for me especially i think i spent 95 percent of the time that when i wasn't called somewhere else i was on the rooftop yeah. enjoying <laughs> enjoying what we put together um yeah and I don't know have we uh have we announced i know we haven't announced on the website but have we announced on this podcast yet that where the event's going to be uh it's a secret i kind of almost said it i don't think it's a secret i think i saw something on our social we were talking about it i said it earlier yeah. we're back at SBN. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so by the time this uh, podcast airs we'll, we'll so have announced make it. your arrangements <laughs> go ahead you can buy your flight and hopefully we'll be able to put a giant ass vert ramp yeah, I mean Tony Hawk's gonna be there, so we're gonna have to accommodate uh, him and his buddies. They're gonna be. I think a vert ramp would be sick. I also think it would be good if we could just get like a good vert setup somewhere around some concrete and some railings, and not have something too fucking big, just so to have people like who actually want to skateboard, because you know, like kids who are skateboarding in the city, that's what they're gonna be used to. They're not gonna be used to doing these crazy half pipes, you know, unless they're like professional skaters or something like that. They might have to totally. sign a waiver or something. Yeah, I mean, they probably would. Who knows legally, if, if, it's yeah. the, if it's the big one. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're in talks right now with the Tony Hawk Foundation, trying to work something out. And if 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 our uh, audience doesn't know already, they uh, they accept Bitcoin as well, so you can go on there and donate to that cause. And they that's cool. They uh, they build skate parks in. Uh, uh, neighborhoods all across the U.S. That's kind of like their mo. So we're we're looking to do some sort of promotion leading up to the event uh, to kind of activate the Bitcoin community to yeah. be able to donate to that because it's a super cool cause. You know, it's a uh, check the website out at you know. Yeah, and if if you're part of the skateboard community and you're not part of the Bitcoin community, then I don't know what what you're doing. I mean, I, I skateboard as a kid. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but we all skateboarders. Could, all could, skateboarders could come pro. to the Bitcoin. Club. Except for you know, that injury. That was... <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, man. I was, I was a tubby little kid. I could, I could do, I could kind of do an ollie, and I was super proud of that. I was trash. <sighs> yeah, I was really bad. Garbage. I can't skateboard. I feel like if in skateboarding, if you figure out how to kickflip, like you're off to the races. Yeah, like that's like the that's like the learning that's, that's plateau. A, yeah, it's like the dragon <laughs> that you'll chase until you become a pro eventually, or give mm-hmm. up. The kickflip, yeah, I never mastered the kickflip, no, so I I don't even know what that's like. Well, this may be I I, uh, I was uh, inline skating. I did that for a little bit. Oh no no shit seriously. Yeah. And I would I, it's just like what I happen to have. I had I played hockey, so I would have the skates okay. and stuff. But I would go there and I I didn't skate and be like, man, I wish I skateboarded. That's the same with me, man. Kids. I'd be on my skateboard like in a skate park and be like, oh man, I wish I skateboarded because I've yeah. seen these dudes doing these gnarly things. It's like I can't do that. Oh uh, yeah, I grew up skiing, and so like it was interesting. I had skiing, and I also had skateboarding later on. I longboard now, but I've never snowboarded. Um, I've heard it's harder to pick up, but easier to get really good at than skiing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's like bullshit common wisdom and truisms that people throw out all the time. Yeah, I uh, first time I snowboarded, my buddy took me to the top of a mountain. And he's like, you know how to wakeboard, right? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, same thing. And just like took me to the top. And I'm like going up this like long ski lift. And I'm like, what am I about to do? And I got to the top and I just fell down the whole mountain. Yeah. And by the like bottom, I kind of knew how to snowboard. But like, it is not the same at all. No. For- fucking <laughs> crash course. Yeah, your, your friend yeah. kind of hung you out to dry there, man. Eh, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. How, he did. How do we go from, good friend? How do we go from Bitcoin to, to snowboarding and tragic just, accidents? Just Bitcoin is Bitcoin is everything. everything. It's a train of thought, man. Yeah, so you can go from Bitcoin to anything. You can. Make well, this is the happy hour format, right? So yeah, man. Just <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> just talk about it. So I want to pivot a little bit towards the magazine, and I kind of want to get y'all's thoughts for, you know, annuals going forward. The last magazine. Because the art is something I think a lot of people remembered, mm-hmm. you know, even more so than some of the content. Uh, and I, I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. Um, and I kind of want to get y'all's thoughts on what you were trying to convey. Or just not even what you are trying to convey, but just, uh, you know, what you wanted the magazine's illustrations to inspire people. Yeah, I wish um, uh, Nikki was here. Cause yeah. she's, she really t- did a lot of the uh, the magazine and, and, and kind of... I mean, she probably did... A hundred percent of the illustrations in there, I'd, or I'd have to flip through and see if I ended up doing one or not. But uh, you had, yeah, you had a few. In did there. you guys have any yeah. oversight over what she was doing, or she just kind of like do it all herself? Well, well, we sat down like about a year ago when we were doing a refresh of the website, and and we're like, um, you know, Nikki came on board. We had a little bit extra bandwidth to really like take the time to like nail down an art direction and, and a style. And uh, we really, you know, started by looking through all the historical issues and kind of like tapping into like what was Bitcoin Magazine all about in like the early days back when Vitalik and Mihai uh, and, and others were running it. And so we like got all the old PDFs, all the old magazines, spread it out and just like kind of tried to capture like what mm. the, the look and feel and the humor and, 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 and the overall aesthetic of it. And then also kind of taking that and, and combining it with like kind of just you know what's relevant in 2017 when we we're looking into right. this and uh kind of came up with this you know something that allowed uh her to rapidly you know produce an image right like as you guys uh yeah. cranked out articles you know like turnaround is super important so it wasn't a style that could take too long uh so right. you had to get it out yeah. it's pretty a natural hand-drawn look that's what i love about she's art. able to crank out yeah and, mm-hmm. and you and i like when you do them too tommy like that plus token art is probably one of my favorite art pieces that we've had in a long time like that was oh, that yeah that was sick on. like every day every time i open that article and look at it i was like damn yes well dude pull up the um the there. one you did recently the uh the shitcoin that's monster. What, I think that's what no that's, that's what you're just, talking yeah, about yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, here pull that up actually we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll put that on the screen uh, Actually, I, I just, just go to my name on Bitcoin Magazine and it should be like the third, fourth or fifth article. Go to down. Bitcoin Magazine News Scams. There you go. <laughs> it is the latest scam article on scams Bitcoin Magazine. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Plus Token was a Ponzi scheme in China. And uh, they ended up accumulating some dumb amount, like almost 1% of the Bitcoin outstanding supply from unsuspecting investors. But... Uh, Tommy did this artwork for one of the updates that we did about it, about how it was affecting the Bitcoin price and it was dumping on OTCs through Hobie. But yeah, the concept being that the uh, the shit coin was eating all the green candles and uh, and causing the price to to stay down. I remember when you came, you came to the office, you were thinking about like a monster, like a cyclops, and I was like, "That's brilliant! Like, make it be eating the candlesticks." It kind of just happened to turn out to be a pile of shit like yeah. it, it wasn't meant to be a, a shit monster but it looks and it looks like it, it looks like the plus token is the eye looks really fucking cool too so <laughs> what would y'all like to see in the next edition so 
you know, at the at the conference, we had uh, like Josie and Trevor do some really cool stuff with AR, and I feel like that's something that I've heard some interest around the office about diving yeah. into is like you know like Bitcoin being such a technology forward thinking. I think people would lose it over that. And I yeah. think that like it would like cause a lot of probably social engagement. People would think that's really fun. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many apps now. I mean, yeah. li- like with Apple, like potentially are rumored to be launching gla- AR glasses within the next year or so, and they've released like AR kit. There's a lot of like new tools for um, artists and designers now to create augmented reality experiences. Yeah. And it, and I mean, it's a completely untapped, and it, it kind of gets a bad rap right now because you still yeah. gotta like hold your phone up, and it's a little, you know, it feels like using an early version it's of a, Oculus. But, it's a little, it can be gimmicky at times yeah. too. I feel like there's a tasteful way to do it uh, for sure, but definitely something. I think doing it on a magazine like this, having like some sort of pop out would be totally. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's great for print. Like imagine, yeah, you and know. you could also do like a, oh, this would actually be kind of cool. You could do a page where it's like Bitcoin by the numbers and it's stats. When you do the AR, like graphs come up. Oh yeah, like you the know? charts come yeah. up right here. Um, totally. But so there, that, that's one thing I think. I think that's really cool. There's so many and things that, that you can, can do for that. Be updated too, like down the road as yeah. long as the the you know the domain is still there. And that way, like a print magazine that is stuck in in time from when it's printed, you can still make little updates to it if you wanted to, if you have the uh, AR capabilities. So that's it's cool. A, it's an interesting it's longevity to it. Yeah. I know another thing that like we we've been recently talking about is like. Um, you know, really doubling down on like that magazine feel. So like you look back at like um, magazines like Mad, yeah, or like whatever. Like and, and even the older versions of Bitcoin Magazine, right? There's like there's like pages that are like um, puzzles, yeah, or like interact like Mad Libs and things like that. And I think that like I, I think we needed to hide a seed phrase in it. I, I think we need some to do something like that. graphic puzzles. Yeah, that, you know, get somebody to make one from the old old contributors. Because there's a ton of those in, in the old magazines, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, also, getting uh, guest contributors as far as artists, uh, getting a few, you know, say we have an article about something and we'll just reach out to the to the Bitcoin art community, see if anyone wants to be a, a guest artist yeah. for that article. So that Nikki, be really Nikki cool. doesn't have to design every, every You should page. design some too, man. You I gotta, will. I will. We get you off yeah. that conference, get you on that magazine. Well, yeah. No, I'm I'm, I'm serious though. I love his graphics. I love totally. Nikki's graphics as well. But you and Nikki together, it's just so fire. Like it's. I appreciate that. It's dope, man. Um, and that's one of the, one of the things I'm really excited about too for this next magazine is just being able to. What you guys were saying, explore it from every angle, artistically, um, editorially, and also with those features like some puzzles some crosswords all that kind of stuff embedded in it um and i think too just getting like honing in on the right narratives you know you don't have to have so many articles you just need to have like you know well, five you, six you seven really get good so ones. many pages yeah so many words per page so you got to make sure that make sure they count the, the relevant stuff i mean that's that's my favorite thing about the magazines it's almost like like we have them all up on the wall here in the office and they're just like these historical artifacts like these snapshots in time yeah right? you can't ever be relevant with it of course because it's like a annual issue and 
you know, print mag, print media, just, it's just not how people get their news. But what you can do is you can yeah. encapsulate an era, right. Yeah. And then build this iconic image on the cover that like people look back at and they're like, Oh yeah. Like the Bitcoinica era, you know, any, or, uh, any, any, uh, cover art designs, uh, ideas, well, something with the happening. I, I mean, happening is the big news. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like it's pretty premature for that. I mean, I mean, dude, like it's gonna probably be coming we're out. We're gonna have to figure out what it's the, gonna be what coming out like, around the happening. I don't know. Yeah, I probably shouldn't be talking about that, but like, whatever. Yeah. So I, I would say that's that's editorial <laughs> discretion. Uh, you guys, but let like, us know what the cover is. It's let's say it comes out in May, <laughs> then that's you know that's the narrative right there and then you build all the content from that like not just about the happening but then you go into your mining stories and you go into your market stories you know um i think that's one of the most interesting things about bitcoin right now is people forget that 10 years ago dudes were literally on forums trading the stuff with each other now we've got wall street institutions putting money into it mm-hmm. that's wild to me yeah it's still Sorry, I was kind of like... It's still so young. Yeah, right? Like, um, you look at internet, right? Ten years after the internet was in its infancy form, it still wasn't anywhere yeah. near where it is now. Broadband. Yeah. Not even broadband. Like mm-hmm. Any new technology, really. Yeah. You, like, you take it from the initial concept when it was like uh, the, a white paper equivalent, when it was just an idea and like a proof of concept to ten years later, it yeah. still hasn't reached its final evolution, right? Like, yeah. It's, still pretty early everyone's got a role to play that's what's so exciting about being a media company in this industry man it's fun it's like what the fuck <laughs> is media what the fuck is bitcoin <laughs> it's like learning in tandem you know learning step by step with each other um and that, i think that's the other thing too is being able to set narratives you know what i mean you know when you publish something or you talk about something or you posit an idea or kind of key on a trend people people listen to that you know? Yeah. I mean, I remember in like the early days of like, uh, why Bitcoin, like the first yeah. magazine, right? Like, uh, um, I think it was like David Bailey's, uh, one of his first, first issues, there was like the glossary. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like, there was like when something new comes out, right. There's like a thousand different names for something. Right. And there's not yeah. really a consensus on like, Oh, like, you know, this is what we're calling it, right? Yeah. And when you put something in print and like the due diligence that goes into that print process, right? Like, I mean, you've been through yeah. the process. It's like it's like three to four times yeah. more eyes on it, punctuation, just talking about it. Like to act when you actually print it out, it kind of becomes um, history in some way, yeah. you know. And it, and it and it's really helpful to kind of solidify like shared terms or. Um, um, yeah, and it, it's just more permanent and in a way. It's fun to look back at those issues where we're like defining what like a ledger or distributed ledger is, and, and now you you almost think that stuff's like common knowledge, even yeah. even outside the Bitcoin mm-hmm. the space. Like everyone knows what blockchain is now, so it's uh it's great to look back and just see how far we've come in such a short time. And obviously, we haven't gone anywhere yet. So, crank that diesel, baby. How how many different ways can we say buy a ticket? to to bitcoin 2020 um what yes. are the tickets at or what are the <clears throat> 200 bucks tickets are 200 dollars. so guys like compare that's still 50 bucks off if you pay with bitcoin 50 bucks so 150 dollars. and there's no fees that's y'all that's like you don't have to pay that's 10 rate. times less than fucking consensus oh, i mean consensus it's is like 1500 dollars ticket it's a chump change it's a two-day yeah. event 
And it's all Bitcoin. No shit coins, no blockchain, two-day event. You're not going to get shilled. We're going to have music, DJs. Maybe we can get Scott Meckler. Definitely, oh, definitely music, definitely DJ. beer. So I got I got something that... Um, Tony Hawk will be there. We got we just announced recently Whale Knight oh. as well. Tommy, pull up that design. Um, because uh, you killed it there on the on the conference. You go to about Whale Night, and uh, yeah, it's our kickoff party basically for the for the conference the night before, inviting all the whales to uh, to have some cocktails and. Potentially but besides, play some poker. Besides the, is there going to be some poker? Well, you know, we should have a raffle. Hear it here. <laughs> we should have a raffle. We should have a raffle for like some crazy like signed Bitcoin first edition. Ooh, ooh, a Bitcoin first edition signed by. Well, we can't get Finny, but we could get we could get we could get Adam. Uh, we could get hey we could, we could get Adam yeah. back. We could get <laughs> Nick Sabo. Bunch of other people. I don't know if you know, old cryptographers. I don't get know. I'm just get all the whales to sign. Yeah. Just get all the whales to sign or just do that. Piece. Yeah. Yeah, but whale night it's for uh, you know, Bitcoin CEOs, the high rollers, um exclusive networking event. Um It's a little pricier than the conference, but consider it the the VIP package if uh Do you still get the if, conference ticket if you purchase the whale? I do you? The whale night ticket. I feel like that should be bundled. If you purchase a whale night ticket, you I get a conference ticket. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot where we settled on that. But, mm-hmm. um, it's like getting to go backstage during and, concerts. And it's it's like a, it's not, you know, it's not ex- exclusive. You you can buy a ticket to it. You don't need to be a whale. You can you can buy a ticket and pretend like you're a whale, <laughs> and show up. <laughs> If I show fake up, fake it till you make it. Fake it till you right? make it. And, you know, swim with the whales. If I show and up see with, what a, happens. With, with a hardware wallet with a million sats, can I feel like a big boy for a night? I mean, a whale night. Hey, we're not gonna, a whale night. We're not going <laughs> to check how many how many sats you got. <laughs> check the sats at the door. Yeah, you need what's something else? Yeah, Tony Hawk. That's another thing. Like you said, there's obviously going to be after exciting. parties. I mean, let's not try to pretend that conferences aren't just big parties. I like the meme that uh, you just put out. Oh yeah, uh, that was really good. <laughs> Um, it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be a big. I, I wish we could say that that we were gonna have more music than we had last year. Uh, I don't know at this point. I don't think we can. I'll teach myself how to do. But yeah. the goal is to crank up the festival side of things and tone down the conference a little. Well, not tone it down, but you know. Well, we're still accepting submissions. So if you go on like the site, I think there's a call to action on the top of each page, and we're we're still building the programming out. We're still crafting what's going to go on on the rooftop. I think there's going to be a user generated content stage on the first floor, right? Where, yeah. Right. Where if you have a podcast and you want to, you know, borrow our stage for 45 minutes and 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 do a podcast live from Bitcoin 2020, we want to give the tools to those people to be able to do so. Kind of like what we did with the live rabbit hole recap, but yeah. it was but that was kind of bad cuz people couldn't hear cuz it was windy and was you windy. remember that? Yeah. yeah, that was on the rooftop. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have plenty of places to to do, you know, go live from the event, we'll have the podcast booths, a, a whole media room and then yeah, the 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 user stage, but um yeah, and you can submit a uh, Bitcoin 2020 improvement proposal uh, from the website. So if you have mm-hmm. any ideas, we'll love to hear them. If you yeah. want to, uh, no, if you want to play at the conference, if you're a musician, 
go ahead and send us your link. And also just come because it's a dope conference. Yeah. I mean, it really, I mean, I know we were putting it on, but it's, it's one of the better conferences. It's a really good time. Yeah. We're, we're trying to be open as, as open as Bitcoin, you know, inviting all and all are welcome. And we're going to try to make it a, a good time. We'll probably have to be not by the block party. There is a capacity mm-hmm. though. There's yeah. only there's I have only a block party. That's another four thousand. Yeah, we're gonna have food trucks lined up, um, some wacky inflatable balloon men just lining the streets of San Francisco. Can we have a wacky inflatable balloon man that you can pay with lightning to inflate? Like you, you, he's got a QR code on it, and you pay, yeah. and it's like a time. Literally yeah. turning your Bitcoin. That's actually there. a great idea. Um, that would be. We have the technology, guys. Look, I'm just happy I've reached a point in life where I'm buying wacky inflatable balloon man. <laughs> And I can expense it. Right. Like that's and, and it's been a kids. dream. It's a good I've, place to be. Yeah. I, I want to take one home. I'm gonna put it on my roof. You I know. Mean, so if if uh, <laughs> whacking inflatable balloon man's you can find uh, men uses for it. Don't give you enough of an incentive to come to Bitcoin in twenty twenty. You can spend a shitload of Bitcoin doing different things. And we've got a lot of awesome Bitcoin speakers. Art. Bitcoin art. Did we talk about the art gallery yet? No, we didn't talk about the art gallery, but we're having another art gallery this year and it's going to feature. It's going to make the last year's art gallery. It's going to be like huge gallery. The submissions that have been coming through are just awesome. It's it's really cool to see that space evolve. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have at least 20, possibly 30 artists. Oh, dude, that's dope. um, A much bigger, more dedicated space in the venue for the the art gallery. I imagine it's pretty good. I saw like Crypto Graffiti was selling some stuff last year, like some serious pieces. I think think some sales were made. I think I heard that people were. Dude, if it's like Bitcoin like 2025 and like Bitcoin is just ripping and Crypto Graffiti is still putting out stuff and he's at one of our conferences, I'm totally going to just buy everything like stuff is awesome yeah i love it man and he's such a good guy too oh yeah nicest guy um yeah i felt bad because his pieces are so um heavy because it's like this dense like i don't even know what material it is it's like a resin or acrylic but like we uh we couldn't find a like a nail strong enough in the venue to actually hold it up uh was it the uh borderline sculpture was it the uh the the currency one uh uh, crypto graffiti Uh, yeah the the, the currency one yeah exactly i imagine yeah it's laid in some sort of resin it's just like this yeah it's it's half sculpt it's 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 really cool what he does and it all like incorporates uh different fiat bills and yeah one of my favorite ones is like he, he just like does kind of crazy like um not collaging, but he went to a bank once and just stole all their pens. Like he went to <laughs> like like what what must have been honestly dozens, if not a hundred banks, and, and stole pens. And then he smashed them and he made a map of the United States and then took the chain links from the pens, and then he like connected them together across the world, like a blockchain type thing. But I thought mm-hmm. that was like just to see him like man, that's dedication, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, cutting off like you know going into bank, cutting off just like hundreds of pens. Um, <laughs> that's art, dude's wild. It is art. It's partly performance art too, is what I love about his stuff. It's like he's got right. he's got his visual art, but each the visual art itself is performance art in a way. Yeah, the the story behind it, the process, um, just as important. Yeah, you know. And I'm happy that we're gonna have a lot of, or more art, just because the art last year was phenomenal, and we had a good amount. We had like a dozen artists, about, mm-hmm. about a dozen. I think so, yeah. So now we're gonna maybe have thirty or forty, or twenty or thirty. I'd say thirty max, probably. That's but, nuts. Yeah. yeah, we were we were hoping to cap it at at twenty one, and it uh, we just got too many too many good submissions. Yeah. So we're we're gonna be Being closer inclusive. to thirty. 
Hell yeah. Are you artificially increasing the supply of artists? I am, of yeah. artists. Well, <laughs> Inflating. We had a 21, uh, 21 hard cap. What happened? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, it's just too dope. It's all right. I don't think it was ever implemented. Block rewards too dope. <laughs> also got great speakers. Nick Savo, Aaron Van Weirdum, as always. Um, Do you know if you're moderating panel yet great. or kind of I don't know. that out sooner? I probably will be eventually. I just don't know what the topic's going to be yet. Um uh, I need to actually talk to Harrison about that, or maybe not. It'd be it'd be nice to, but I also don't really, I don't really care that much about doing that. You know, like it, unless it was a topic that I really really cared about. Like, well, you did the Venezuelan. Yeah, that one actually, year, right? that one was great. And yeah. you had written a bunch of articles about yeah. that, so it seemed like you were the that was right, pretty fun. Right guy for the job. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did enjoy that. Um, and if there were anything this year that I'd want to maybe talk about, um, I, I don't know. I think this this plus token thing is crazy because you just have these OTCs in China that are buying dirty Bitcoin. Mm. Like, like very, like very probably like, like some of these OTCs like charge a premium to take Bitcoin that has been stolen or tainted or something like that. So it's like, what if these OTCs are giving liquidity to the North Koreans? Hmm. What if there's some, uh, Sounds like a four part series by Colin Harper. Come yeah, on. no, I doubt it. That's don't, <laughs> don't quote me on that. That's very ill-informed opinion. Um, but yeah, um, I believe it. If you said it could it. happen, some so there's there, there's a dark web of liquidity for Bitcoin, and I want to find it. Go searching, man. Bitcoin yeah. on the dark web. What? what are you talking about? What is that a thing? No, no, no. Mm-mm. They use Monero yeah. mm-hmm. or Litecoin mm-hmm. nowadays. Probably. <laughs> I saw, just ripple. I saw some tweet earlier about like why why there aren't any dark net markets like built on Ethereum, and I was like. Because why would there be? <laughs> like, like, why would you want? Could you imagine just like a DAP that was just like a, a a dark web market like DAP, and you just have like transaction details on just like everyone or anything? I mean, you already do that. You already have that on like the Silk Road, but like the wallets would be much di- more difficult to trace to actual people than if you had like an actual DAP with this. Anyway, I don't know how I went off on that tangent but you divert yeah i did it's probably a good place to to cap it off in fact maybe maybe we'll edit all that last (laughs) ethereum thing before we before we publish (laughs) but anyway um well tommy pat thanks so much for joining me today this was pretty fun i really really enjoyed it and again like i love what you are cooking up in design so keep crushing it appreciate it man appreciate it i gotta say yang gang oh Oh, yeah yang gang I am Yang Gang. I'm basically anyone, but anyone but establishment gang. Well, I'm, then, then yeah. you're Yang. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to vote for him in Yang 2020 and the primary. Also, just because Biden's probably going to win Tennessee, because like every like moderate blue dog Democrat always wins the, the southern states. Well, if you're a Bitcoiner and you, you don't know and believe in about math. Andrew Yang's policies, you owe it to yourself and everyone else to go read his book or take a little rabbit hole journey down his website learn all you can and uh vote for yang freedom dividend can i get it in bitcoin i mean you can turn it into bitcoin right right away thousand bucks in bitcoin each fucking month Just making man. dollar cost averaging that much easier seriously <laughs> all right well cheers guys thanks for cheers, coming on man. Thanks and for having uh us. we'll catch y'all next week you.